What up, ballers? We are the Shot Callers back with another podcast. Today is February 4th, 2019, and we're ready to talk some more NBA hoops. A lot has been going on this week. Good to be back on the show. To my left, I got my boy Andre. What's up? To my right, I got my boy Rich. What's going on, everybody? And we're going to kick it off with our Twitter poll segment. A lot's going on last week, so what better franchise to cover than the New York Knicks? The New York Let's find out what the fandom is thinking, how they feel about this trade. I'm sure there's a lot to say. I actually have more tweets than usual, guys, so it's going to be a little bit rapid fire just so we don't spend too much time on it. There's just a lot of different tweets to cover. The first one's going to be from Samdroid24k. I actually really like that handle. Um, Samdroid24k has to say, the absolute best-case scenario is if he, oh, sorry, is if the Lakers sign Kawhi Leonard this offseason, maybe even trade some assets from Anthony Davis and Kevin Durant joining the New York Knicks or some other team. KD is better than Kawhi, obviously, but I'd rather root for the LA kid in Kawhi. Is that realistic? So he's saying, best case scenario, they give Kawhi in the offseason, trade for AD. Uh, I don't know what they would trade there, but then KD joins them. So, Are we talking about the Knicks? Yes. <laughs> yes. See, that's what got me. I was like, what, what are you trading for AD? Like, what What do you have? You got, uh, you got some picks and Dennis Smith Jr., yeah, like, I'm not even sure why he threw in. I guess he's saying if the Lakers sign Kawhi, they won't pursue AD. So then that I mean, that that can make sense. I mean, you, you don't need AD, or if you have Kawhi, you don't have to go after AD. You don't want to really want to like blow up any resources on that if you can sign KD. Um, and getting Kawhi would that be a good enough argument for them to kind of go after Kawhi? I don't know. What do you what do you think, Rich? Uh, I think it's a bit of a I mean, maybe it's the best case scenario for this gentleman and his pipe dream, but if you pick one, I think you pick uh, Anthony Davis. Uh, I mean, Kevin Durant as well. I think Kawhi Leonard is great as I think he is, uh, as dominant as he has been. Uh, He still is a little older than Anthony Davis, uh, about the same age as Kevin Durant, but uh, I think it's clear that you you want to have Anthony Davis and this guy's dream of rooting for him in Lakerland isn't the best case scenario for the Knicks. And one more thing I just want to point out is uh, there was rumors that the Knicks had pointed out a, a trade offering for Anthony Davis with Kristaps Porzingis before they went to Dallas. Oh, yeah. And, the and New Orleans said no. Said no. So. so now you have even less yeah. assets, so how exactly. are you going to trade? Yeah. So, I mean, in his defense, he does reply to himself right after saying all of these events happening are slim to none, though. One can dream, though. Yeah, I think it's, it's, more a of a, it's more than yeah. a dream. It's, it's like... Not even slightly realistic. I don't think. I, I think even in a dream that wouldn't happen. Yeah. Like it, somebody would wake him up in a you dream need the and time tell him stone, that. See if that's a possibility, <laughs> right? Doctor Strange, go with that for you. That's like level three exception <laughs> right. dreaming, right there. Yeah. So let's flip that. We got some positivity coming from at JQ Animal. He says it's so dumb. Somebody tweeted about you know is KD even a possibility? Um, you know he's flip flopping. Maybe you know he does want to go to the Knicks now. Maybe there's like an under the table talk, you know, about him going to the Knicks, and that's why they freed up the cap space. Um, it's a really long thread, but I just got this last week because it was the only positive one, and it said <laughs> it's so dumb the whole you know speculation. But personally, he says he's excited for the new Knicks look next year. So the new look isn't really. I think he's under the impression that they're going to hold on to Wes Matthews and DeAndre Jordan past this year because outside of that I don't see any other new look outside of Dennis Smith Jr. So uh, no I mean 
there is some positivity to, to look forward to, even outside of like not landing Kevin Durant or Kyrie Irving or Kemba Walker or Chris Middleton, that they have to go with Tobias Harris. Uh, even outside of what you were talking about, hanging on to DeAndre Jordan in hopes that he attracts uh, Kevin Durant because they're like, you know, buds from back in the day. Even if they move on from Wes Matthews, they st- you still can look forward to developing Dennis Smith, who everyone feels they should have had in the first place. Uh, maybe Frank Nilakina progresses uh, 1% on the offensive end, which would be a improvement for him. And then they've got Robinson and, and, uh, and Knox to continue developing too. So everyone's got a young core that they're all in on nowadays. And what other hope can you have if you're a team like the Knicks? Yeah, and speaking about that young core too, they're going to have a, a lottery pick too. So depending on what they have, that's that's something to look forward to. Um, I've said it since the beginning of the season that – KD's going there, so I'm, I'm with the guy right there in his optimism. I think it could be pretty fun for the Knicks I think if that's, things work out. I think that scenario is the only one where any of this makes sense, honestly, right? If you're going to get KD. Oh, but definitely tampering. You were mentioning under the table. Yeah, that's <laughs> always happening. Yeah, we tampering. There's some de- definite, some definite tampering going on. But even then, the new look, I mean, KD obviously changes the whole story. Um, but, man, you got a lot of guys that play the same position. And, I mean, they traded. I understand the main reason they traded was to get rid of, you know, free up some cap space. But you literally traded for the guy that you passed up in, passed up on yeah. two drafts ago. You really so want to hit like, on do on that one. But. Talk about a mess, right? Um, I'm going to keep going. Like I said, there's a lot of these. This one's just a funny one. <laughs> it's a, more of a joke. It's uh, from E-Mass, at EMAS33. He says, a four-month-old baby in Boston has seen more championships than a 45-year-old Mets, Jets, Knicks fan. So he's taking a jab at the New York uh, fandom outside, you know, I guess you would call them the second most popular teams, Mets, Jets, Knicks. Any chance that the Knicks turn it around in the next decade? Uh, it's just so hard to say. It's just we're in a league where the rich get richer. Um, the stack, the odds are so stacked against anyone that, you know, isn't a premier destination like the Lakers, or even... Uh, it's New York. Well, yeah, yeah, it's no, New York. It is right. New York, but Porzingis won and out. Go ahead and shows you right there that the market doesn't make it all the way. You know what I mean? Um, but just the fact that uh, that the the teams that win championships decade after decade are going to keep winning them. There's only so many to go around the other way. Right. And so Golden State, who's going to stop them in the next five years? We don't know. Yeah, I, I agree with Richard. Like, a, a large market's not going to make up for a bad front office. But um, if... Knicks had any chance at, you know, coming up out of nowhere. I think this offseason is a good opportunity for them. They have the cap space. They have the picks. Um, I mean, if they can, you know, sign two really big free agents, I think they'll have what it takes to at least do some damage in the East. Now, if they get one of the Ds, the two the two Ds, yeah. AD or KD, uh, I think they'd be set to, you know, make a, a pretty good run. Yeah, I think it just speaks to the dysfunctionality, like you said, of the front office. Um it's crazy because when Dwayne Wade played LeBron earlier this year, he said it was going to either end here or in the Garden, right? Mm-hmm. So it was something that was a very real possibility. We can spend a whole show talking about where it went wrong for the Knicks. Was it the Carmelo trade? They could have waited till the end of that season to sign him, but they traded for him midseason. A lot of bad decisions. The Amari signing, not using the exemption on him. It's just a whole. I mean, yeah, it's just. It's going to take a whole other hour and a half to talk about that. Control. Yeah, and you're you're right as far as thinking. Oh, maybe they were talking about back when they were free agents the first time before they went to Miami because it was the two choices there. 
when that quote kind of got linked to the media this year, people were saying, oh, it's it like New York, Le- Miami, LeBron- or Chicago. Yeah, and, the, and people were like, oh, LeBron was either going to go to the Lakers this past year or the Knicks, but that was never going to happen. Yeah. Some people were like, oh, we, we were in contention. And we're not. And we're talking about back then. But I, Yeah, they're talking about when, when, when he went to the Heat, right? Yeah. Okay, a um, couple more real quick. Uh, this guy, his name is at P. Gauji. Yeah. Uh, he's talking about who's going to be the starting point guard. He says... Smith will be the starting point guard. He's responding to somebody who says Moutier. Um, and he's saying, no, Smith will be the starting point guard for the remainder of the season. He's someone that the Knicks fans can get excited about while waiting for the draft and free agency. So is it clear cut? Should it be? Yeah, Dennis I would Smith? say it's going to be Dennis. Uh, they... Put the highlights on while he's out there. Uh, I went and caught a game up there, the Mavericks versus the Knicks in New York earlier this year. And he always seems to put on a high-flying show. And everyone, the fans love him, man. The fans love him, and rightfully so. He's fun to watch. And if all the stats are true... He's not exactly conducive to winning basketball, so it's a win-win all the way around. Let's go ahead and keep tanking and that, get that 14% chance of that number one pick. Cool, cool. A couple more, guys. There's just a lot of really good Let's ones. Let's do it. Um, at F-R-V-S-H-M-D-I-A. I'm not going to try to pronounce that. Uh, New York fans are so toxic, I don't even know what to say anymore. Y'all miss Chris Tapporzingis, even though y'all booed him on draft night. He'll be good in Dallas with Luka and Dirk. At least they'll make the playoffs unlike the Knicks ever will. And then somebody else says, actually, no, that's a different tweet, but... Uh, do they have a point? Is it is the fandom just as bad as the front office? It's every not, every every team has bad fans. Yeah, Twitter's just an angry. New York has a lot but, more. Yeah, so they're going to be a lot more vocal. Yeah, man, uh, and like it's the fans, it's the front office. I mean, this is the same franchise, the fans of the franchise that uh, that. What what was it? It was like this week on Madison Square Garden Network, the Knicks' official TV station. Uh, they put up uh, Chris S. Porzingis' accomplishments to date, how he got uh, selected to All-Star last year before going down with an injury. Uh, so headline, Chris S. Porzingis out, uh, bullet point, All-Star uh, selection 2017, bullet point after that, skipped out an exit interview with Phil Jackson yeah. <laughs> that, that year. It's like, man, you're going to have to you know kick him, kick him in the butt kick on the way out the door. Yeah. <laughs> so classy. Yeah, they didn't, they didn't spare any expense. From the front offices in, so I mean, yeah, the fans gonna do. Yeah, and and when a trade like this happens, guys, where you trade, you're probably your best asset. Um, everybody comes out of numbers, right, to talk smack. Um, this is actually from Stefan Bondi. He, uh, I think that's how you pronounce the last name, but I believe he's a reporter for the New York Daily News. Um, so he posted one of the Snapchat stories from Chris Steps, and it says, "This the city deserves better than that." My suggestion for Knicks fans is stay is to stay woke. Peace. This was on. KP's uh, yeah. Snapchat story or Instagram story, one of those. It's a cry for Kyrie. That's what it is. Stay woke. So he's telling Kyrie. Uh, so that's what on. Oh, let I'm me speak in Illuminati. Let me let me just uh, read what uh, Stefan said. He said, "Like I've been saying, there was a nasty Nick spin to portray Porzingis as a malcontent when he was out the door. Reminds me of Jeremy Lin, who went from their underdog hero to ungrateful in a blink. It's a trend. Uh, is it?" There is definitely a trend. Are they right about Lynn? Was he mistreated as well? I think. Well, yeah, he got kind of ran out. Him and Antonio. Well, it was kind of the players on on that side. Yeah, you know, but, Carmelo yeah. Anthony, uh, kind of, you know, causing a ruckus, saying, "Why is this guy getting these shots?" Stuff like that. And I think Carmelo Anthony is is wrongfully maligned to the extent that he is now. Like people are, it's like a laughing stock. But you know, going on about Lynn during Lynn Thandy, like. Lynn couldn't believe he was performing the way he was, and neither could the players, and somebody's ego needed to get put in check. And 
So it was unfortunate what happened to that guy. Cool. Yeah. One last tweet. This actually has nothing to do with the trade, so I thought I'd bring it in. Uh, at Alec McBuckus, he wants to talk about the Knicks, right? He says, why aren't the Knicks playing cancer? I remember he was dropping 2020 games semi-consistently near the beginning of the offseason. Of the season, sorry. Well, anything he gives you on the offensive end, he's going to give up on the defensive end, unfortunately. He's just, he's too slow laterally. Do you think it's because, yeah, while he might do that, he's good enough to win you those games that you don't want to win? Because they, they're trying to they're trying to suck more than the Suns, right, right now? Yeah, right. Well, so, yeah, his canter makes them not suck quite as much as the Suns? Well, kind of, but <laughs> at the same time, like, David Fisdale is going out there to win. Like, the coach is never on board with the tank job, uh, you know. For the most part, uh, no, really. Like if you, they say, give me the tools, and I'm gonna try to win. So if you give them less tools, then it's harder to win, and you'll get the tank going. But he's out there trying to get these guys to play right, get, build good habits, and win. And he just and uh, Anis Kendrick cannot get out of his doghouse. And like, at the same time, they're still playing like DeAndre Jordan. They played him like what thirty something minutes last night. Yeah. So. I mean, not trying to lose too hard. Yeah, but I think naturally the. I mean, at this point, first, second worst team, same chances at the lottery. Um, so either way, I think you should play your guy. Uh, at least give the fans something to to watch. Same yeah. chances at the lottery. He got a lot of cheers the I, other night. They thought he was coming out. Oh, but it, it, it turns out that they, he was. Yeah, yeah, it turns out Dennis or uh, Fizzell was calling for Dennis instead of Enos. Yeah. So then, oh, I'm just gonna go ahead and put in the uh, the prediction now that obviously it's an 86 percent chance that the Knicks don't win the lottery, and I don't think they will. Uh, the Knicks haven't had a first pick since Patrick Ewing, and that was what in the 80s, what, like late 87. Yeah, that's so. a man play then. That's the man play. So in a week that was consumed by all these huge new stories, uh, of course a huge trade with Chris Porzingis. Uh, so much that you guys even mentioned, you know, in the last podcast, how it overshadowed the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl is oh, done, yeah. and we still got some more trade rumors. So when we come back, we're going to talk about the latest rumors around AD. Will he be a Pelican after the trade deadline? Welcome back, ballers. As we said before the break, we're going to cover another interesting trade rumor. Uh, this has been talked about ever since, you know, his camp came out and said that he was demanding a trade or that he wanted to get a trade. And we're, of course, talking about Anthony Davis in New Orleans. So, my question to you guys is, do we think that a trade will happen before the deadline, or will Anthony Davis remain a Pelican for the rest of the season? Uh, I think the Pelicans would do best to listen to all offers. So, I predicted this, I want to say a week ago, uh, maybe more, uh, after you came out with the trade request, that uh, they can't just limit themselves to uh, just the Lakers, whatever the Lakers want to offer them, even if it seems like they're offering the Kings ransom, uh, just to be open to the best, the highest bidder, and not everyone's in the race right now. At least until Boston can get in there due to that Kyrie Rose rule exception where they can't be on the same team, Anthony Davis and and Kyrie Irving. So I think they're going to wait till the summer. What do you What do you think, Andre? Pelican uh, or Laker? And I, I say Laker because they are the clear front runner to you know. I mean, make yeah, I'm, it's going to be hard for a team to get much more than what the Lakers are offering, just because like AD's already expressed that he's not going to resign anywhere else. Aside from the teams that he listed, so um, I know there's rumors out there that uh, he mentioned the Knicks. Yeah, the he Knicks and the Bucks, Bucks, Clippers, Clippers, and um, the Lakers. Lakers. Yeah. yeah, but um, well, there's rumors see. out there that that New Orleans plans to decline the Lakers' current offer and because Boston's going to offer Tatum. Uh, and, uh, yeah, the, the, offer that, uh, the offer the offer that Andre's referring to is. Uh, Lonzo Ball, Kyle Kuzma, Brandon Ingram, Rajon Rondo, Lance Stevenson, and Beasley 
plus two first round picks. So the entire game. roster minus like Zubac, Hart, McGee. Does Magic Johnson right. come as part of the trade? <laughs> he might, and he might have to suit up with the Pelicans, yeah, right? Uh, but that, that being said, the to even further sweeten the deal, the Pelicans would have to send some bodies back to the Lakers. Yeah, uh, Solomon Hill comes to mind, getting off some bad contracts. That uh, trade seems really great because they're throwing the kitchen sink, but it really just depends on how everyone evaluates all the individual talent, uh, whether a change of scenery would benefit this player or that player. Uh, you know, Rajon Rondo and Lonzo Ball, that's kind of a wash. Do you want Rajon Rondo to be there, uh, you know, taking minutes away from Lonzo who you want to develop, ideally, if you're going to make this trade? Uh, and then also, what do you think? Of, so what do you guys think uh, of that trade scenario? Who might benefit the most from a change of scenery? From the Lakers. From the Lakers. Oh, okay. Definitely Lonzo, I feel like. Just because there's so many ball handlers already on the Lakers, uh-huh. it's kind of ruining his development there. What do you, what do you think, JV? Well, I agree that Lonzo Ball definitely has the most uh, upside. I mean, a lot of people would probably say Kuzma, but I think, you know, Lonzo Ball was the number two overall pick for a reason. And I think it was kind of like a show when he first got to the Lakers. And with all the stuff, you know, revolving around LeBron, all the pressure that comes with it, it, it can really make a young guy, a young talent, you know, it can kind of stunt their growth, if you know what I mean. Because, you know, all the, the distractions, I mean, first year was his dad. Yeah. This year it's LeBron. LeBron show, right? And speaking of his dad, he just came out and tweeted that he, if he does get traded, they would love to be in LA, of course. But if he does get traded, he's going to wish into existence that Lonzo ends up somehow in Phoenix. So I'm just going to go on the record and say that'd be the perfect fit for him. Pairing him up with, Lon, with, uh, Devin, with Devin Booker. Without uh, delving into that, yeah. Yeah. I did want to. Let's let's leave Lonzo out of this medium. Or oh, Lonzo, man. I mean, LeVar Ball. Sorry, LeVar. Sorry, LeVar. Okay. You're yeah, not taking yeah. over our show. But Follow I actually stuff. had a different take. I wanted to actually see Brandon Ingram in another scenario. He also was the number two pick. People were high and low on him, depending on what day it is, like me and Audrey re- referred to in a previous show. But without LeBron, uh, I actually found this a uh, few hours ago. Ingram is actually averaging 20.8 points, 5.9 rebounds, and 4.1 assists per 36 minutes in 800 total minutes with LeBron on the bench at age 21. So maybe he just needs to be in a scenario where uh, he can not be forced to run these pick and rolls all day when LeBron's gone. Where, uh, like you were mentioning that uh, Kuzma, Drew Holiday can play off ball, but can also handle the ball. He had extra Drew Holiday. Uh, You said Lonzo... Kyle Kuzma might benefit a lot, and he's been showing a lot of promise in uh, on the Lakers. And I think that's true because with him, like, there's no pressure for him to facilitate anyone. He gets the ball, and he just jacks it up. He's like Antoine he's Walker. Antoine Walker uh, 2.0. That's who uh, Kyle <laughs> Kuzma is. But uh, Ingram is, like, having all this stuff forced upon him, all the pressure. Live up to your, to your number two pick. All these comparisons to Kevin Durant because he's got tattoos and is lanky. So, uh, I really think uh, Brandon know, Ingram would benefit. Everybody always says he needs to put on weight, but that's been the story for like the last two years. It's not that easy to do. Right? <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, only you is a little bit bigger. And, and like, if you're, that's going to happen. Is what if I'm you're saying. being compared to like a generational talent like uh, Kevin Durant, that's not a, that person just existing is the exception. It's really hard. It's really hard to live up and follow the footsteps of the exception. Yeah, he should be his own person. Exactly. Right. Uh, yeah, I agree. Uh, like all those young guys, it's it's hard to learn to play with LeBron, especially when you're young. Like it, you're gonna have to stifle your own development in order to you know contribute to what LeBron makes your team into. So I don't makes know. Sense, I think all sense. of them, it'll be good for all of them to 
get in a different environment. Yeah, I, I don't think that trade's going to go through. Uh, if it did, uh, those all those players, Michael Beasley, Lance Stevenson, I don't see uh, Rajon Rondo. I don't see them lasting on the Pelicans. I see it being more the young guy show, of course, and moving, getting clear of those contracts like Solomon Hill, and letting the Pelicans kind of really reset and sign. Maybe not a top free agent, but with some space that they acquire. Uh, middling guy Tobias Harris and kind of you know mix it up and get to the their ceiling which maybe is the sixth seed in the in the West you know and now that you say that like I, I would think like with the resources they would get from that trade they probably focus more on trying to flip those guys mm-hmm. whereas with Boston uh, you get Tatum who is a guy you definitely want to build around yeah and probably two first round picks so mm-hmm. that the Boston deal does sound a little bit better but does Boston ever con- even consider making that trade I mean it, this is the mindset, right? Boston, if you get AD, based on what he said, you're going to get him and you're going to make a run. And if it doesn't happen, you gambled on that. Right. So is that worth the gamble? Yeah, I think so. Uh, he's that much of a generational talent. really puts you over the top to win even one championship. But he, he's going to give you two seasons, right? He's gonna You're going to get this playoff run and you're going to get next playoff Well, you we can't get this one. No, you're not going to get this one. You'll get one season. Oh, yeah, you're right, right. Because the, the Lakers will get two. What if you trade Kyrie? Is that possible? They could, but they wouldn't because that's kind of why he would stay yeah. as long as uh, Kyrie. Yeah, you want to try to keep They them. all come to their senses and decide they want to stay. And that's why the Lakers have the most valuable trade at the moment. At the moment. Like, Andre, will Boston still offer Taylor? Him at the end of the season, Danny says a lot of things, but he always gets his value. And uh, sorry, there was a an interruption from Google there, and I kind of wanted to just say that so much of this is in the air based on the playoff run. Right. Uh, the playoffs are going to unfold so many storylines for us. Is Kyrie going to be happy? Is Kawhi Leonard going to be happy on the Raptors? What's going to happen uh, in Lakerland with uh, LeBron? All sorts Milwaukee of stuff. Milwaukee has a bunch of expiring no. contracts too, so exactly. it's going to be so it's going to be wild. It's going to be fun. West, the, it's the Warriors, you know. So so there's so much of this book that still needs to be written. So with all that being said, guys, put yourself in the mind of you know ownership or front office in New Orleans. What scenario could possibly unfold at the end of the season that tells you that that trade is not what you want to take for Anthony Davis right now? If I was a GM, it's a lot. I mean, they're calling I mean, it Godfather three GM, Rams I... uh, trade. Godfather three Rams on the, something like that on Twitter. Do you want to take and blow it all up and start from scratch, or are you trying to rebuild with the assets you have? Well, that's that, that's, that's what, how we go. That's what I'm asking. Yeah. If you're if you're the Pelicans front office, what are you thinking? No, for me, I would wait and try to get a you know a Boston deal with Jason Tatum. I, I value him higher than I do the upside. Even though I just said that's the about Brandon Ingram, I think Jason Tatum's ceiling is higher, and the uh, assets that Boston has are more substantial. I think that the Kyrie stuff is going to just kind of blow over. As long as they have a good run, he'll stick around, and that uh, situation would be favorable and give Boston the power, the leverage to make an offer like that. So when you talk about the Boston assets, does Boston own any picks that aren't theirs still? Yeah, of yeah course. they have two first-round. Okay. Who do they belong to? Uh... Pull it up while you guys yeah. keep chatting. Yeah, go, well, oh, I'll so let Richard grab to, that. Right, but I know that that's the current offer that's been floating around. Is in the off season. So Danny will do Tatum in two first rounds. So do you agree with Rich? Do you hold out and try to get Tatum at the end of the year? The thing is, I don't think that offer will still be on the table at the end because by then, I disagree. is going to be a lot more desperate. I disagree, and it's because of a man we, I mentioned earlier, Magic Johnson. That trade's not going to change at the end of the year, Andre. They want AD because they want LeBron to be happy. And Are you talking about the Lakers title. trade? Yeah, or the, Lakers, the Lakers. No, I'm talking about the Boston trade. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, okay. the Lakers trade, they might. So, 
Uh, Pelicans might just be BSing right now because they're trying to get one more thing out of the Lakers. They could be trying to get Zubac too. Well, but the but the, 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 the Tatum situation would have to be would have to wait till the end of the season. It couldn't be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but I'm saying they say Tatum now, but that's not what they offer later. So uh, they're so you're thinking so they say that to play so they're Tatum. saying Tatum yeah. hold off. Tatum will be available at the end of the season. Is that, and then, that could just and be then it's like, no, you take Jalen Brown and these two picks. Just to wrap up the point from earlier, uh, depending on how this draft goes or how the final seedings go, uh, Boston could have the uh, L.A. Clippers 2020 pick, Memphis 2020 first-round pick. Are any of those lottery? Memphis, obviously. Uh, a lot of them are lottery protected, but let's see. Or the first-round pick from Philadelphia or Sacramento in 2019. Uh, yeah, 2019. So, they got some stuff. Yeah. I still feel like the most realistic is going to be the Lakers. Like, you might be able to squeeze one more little thing out of Matt. I, I do want you to briefly touch yeah. on what you talked about earlier. Yeah. You were talking about the, the other three names that they threw out. Remember what you said? You don't think there's any validity behind those other destinations for AD? You think he's just well, throwing names out there? Yeah, I think he's just kind of throwing names out there because he knows those teams don't really have the resources to make a trade. Like, like the Clippers. He's not conspiring to go yeah. to the Lakers. He he would gladly go yeah. to the Knicks. He would he, gladly go to the Bucks. No, he doesn't. He they wants to go to the to Lakers. Get for him. Like, so, the Clippers, oh, the, what do the Clippers have to offer? <laughs> like those picks, that, what, 2020 first rounder from the Clippers? Mm-hmm. What from the Bucks? Nothing? Nothing. Like. So he picks some teams that he, have he no assets. He picks teams that have no assets to trade. So that by default, the, be, the, the best, best scenario is the Lakers. Lakers. Yeah. Hmm. Wow, man. We'll see how this breaks out. Um, if if something happens, um, hopefully we can uh, roll out an emergency podcast before the trade deadline if something does happen with AD. Um, but I'm interested A little to two see. for one tonight. I'm hoping for that, uh, that spicy. <laughs> We're going to have to right? record in 30 minutes. <laughs> I'm, happy for, I'm hoping for that spicy uh, trade deadline from like four years ago where Luke, where Luke Ridenauer got traded like five times and he didn't know what team he was on at the end of it. Yeah, that was some crazy turn stuff. The, man. Turn the airplane around. That was crazy. Yes, exactly. <laughs> wow. That's hilarious. Yeah. That, that was. Turn your watch Twitter alerts on, guys. You got to unfollow and refollow teams. <laughs> Change your Twitter bio so many times. I know, like, it's just a social media nightmare. It's like uh, Chuck says, make sure you're renting. <laughs> Not only. Cool, cool. So, like I said, uh, if something comes up, guys, we'll definitely uh, bring out another pod uh, to make sure we cover that as soon as possible. Oh, also, there was a real trade that we that we uh, a real trade that we haven't talked about. Fake trade, yeah, yeah, fake theory fighting. Yeah, <laughs> that actually happened. Let's talk about a real trade. Yeah, yeah. and it was uh, a little bit less star studded, but the Portland Trailblazers got Rodney Hood from the Cavaliers. In exchange for Nick Sauce Castillo, Wade Baldwin, and two future second round picks. Uh, details on that are a little uh, hazy, and I think that's going to be good for them because they need someone to actually like score and facilitate a little bit while CJ and, and Damian Lillard are, are on the bench, which right. has been a, has been trouble because they're staggering them a little less this season. All right, that's enough of the trouble, <laughs> Richard. Enough real Control stuff. yourself. <laughs> oh God, got some real news going on over here with the Lakers and oh, Lakers, Lakers. No, but no, that, that's awesome. I think you're you're right. I'm a big fan of the Trailblazers. More offense is always going to help those two stars. You know, you can't they can't carry the load on their own. So yeah, it'll make it a lot easier for them in the playoffs if them having one more option to pass off of. So I think uh, that'll be that'll be a fun trade to watch out for. Yeah, no, they do. no LeBron on the team. Rodney Hood should be able to show up. Uh, oh yeah, hopefully. Okay, so that does it for our trade rumor talks. Um, we're going to move on to another segment that we uh, decided to bring out. All Star Game is right around the corner. All-Star Draft is in a couple days, uh, three days to be exact. 
Um, so what we're going to do is I'm going to have Andre and Richard tell me who they would draft. LeBron, in this case, would be Andre. All right. So and that means first dibs, right? I go first. You do get first dibs. And then what? Richard is going to – yeah, he does. Oh, my team won. I mean – Is it based – I thought it was based on votes. Is that how it goes? Oh, I guess so. Yeah, it's All probably right. LeBron. And anyway. then uh, Richard's going to take the, the role of Giannis. Nice. Hey. I'm the Greek. Can I can I draft Dirk Nowitzki first? Oh you, yeah, you got to draft your starters first. That's Dirk. how it works. So you Aww. pick your starters and then you pick your bench. You can't take Dirk. Uh... Well, Wade and Dirk can't be on the same team either, man. So crazy. Uh, anyway, they can't. They they can, but I don't think that either of them wants to. Uh, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> There's so just still a little frost. We're gonna kick it off with Andre. So I have to pick from my starters or just all the whole pool. So you have to pick from the pool of starters. Yeah, then so you, you have ten. You have the ten starters you can pick from. I'm LeBron James. Uh huh. I want to take, first off, bring all the petty. Let me get Steph. What? Yeah. <laughs> that is that is not what I think He's would happen. He's going to pick Steph Curry. Uh, oh, I'm LeBron. You're totally not uh, that other guy. I guess. This is LeBron West, not LeBron James. Yeah. So I'm going to pick. Uh, Hold on. Let me, let me take notes here. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. So, so we've got LeBron. Um, go ahead. Go ahead. I got it over here. So we've got LeBron James and Steph Curry. For the West, and so my first pick, I'm dip, I got to go with Joel Embiid. I I would have went Giannis if I could, <laughs> but I couldn't. All right, so Embiid. All right. yeah, Embiid. Oh, uh, that was gonna be my next. I, I didn't mean to sound surprised. There's a there's a master. With, there's that was a master. Be my play. next pick, man. There aren't any. Wait, centers. who are you? You're Giannis, right? You're Giannis. Okay, Giannis Embiid. Richard wants no shooters. Just kidding. There's no centers. Hey, did they snake this? We should have checked that. Let me get. No, it's back in front. KD. This is totally not what I think so, is going to happen. So, Andre is going to remake. Oh yeah, the Warriors. So Warriors uh, plus LeBron. Plus LeBron. Nah, I wanted Joel. And so, outside of uh, Joel Embiid, I think I'm going to go ahead and take as Giannis, James Harden. James Harden. All right. So is LeBron for my third. That's pick. all the shooting you need. Yeah, exactly. Draft the rest pick, of the big men, Rich. Let me get. Uh, let me get Paul George. Oh, Paul so George. good. Nice. Like it. So, right now, Andre is going to torch you at the three-point line. <laughs> nope. After this, I'm getting uh, Kyrie Irving from the Celtics. Oh, no. I want him. Y'all going to do my boy wrong. I already know who y'all are going to pick last. And that's I'm so good. messed up. Go ahead. Let me get, uh, get Kimball Walker. Oh, never Ooh. mind. Never mind. You know he's second in uh, unassisted threes right now. Yeah. And it's Pio Lance. Like, you know who number one is? I don't think James. I picked anybody James Harden from the list. Yeah, James, James Harden, Harden has 170, I that, think. That guy is ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so That's Kawhi, 140 more unassisted threes than That's Campbell. ridiculous. <laughs> Kawhi Leonard uh, wraps up the uh, the Raptors. All right, so now we're all out of starters. And Rich, keeping the it at least. You're keeping, like, why are we even having a draft? <laughs> reserves now. Let me get a... Uh, hey, hold on. Who was your last? Oh, you got Kemba was your last. Okay, go ahead. Andre, you got Kemba. So let me get, uh, let me get a little, little taste. Let me get AD. Oh, oh, okay. Some some future stuff. This is right. this is what it could be like, right. uh, Anthony. All right, so you got him, and I'm gonna stay true to real life, Giannis. And this might not be my pick, but can't go wrong with what he said. So I'm gonna go ahead and grab Russell Westbrook, just so we can have him and Joel uh, oh, kind of do kind of make up. So, that, that's what I was so trying nice. to do. Make him make him do a, a alley oop. A make up a make up alley oop. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, all right. So next is LeBron. I'm going with Ben Simmons. 
Nice. Splitting up the process. Mm-hmm. Is that a sign of things to come? Yeah, they got to go. Is it? Going Is it? In. Everyone's going to the Lakers. <laughs> Trade them to the Suns. <laughs> Trade them to the, to the Pelicans. Ben Simmons. To the Ray Anthony Davis. <laughs> All right, so I got those two. Uh, I got, after this. I hey, you know what I need? A center. <laughs> no, nah, we don't no, need those. Don't. This yeah, positionless basketball, man. Uh, so after these guys. Oh, and we got to get uh, an adjustment here. So I'm going to go ahead and take. Uh, Clay Thompson. Right. Split up those Warriors. Oh, man. Don't do that. Oh, I forgot in the yeah. notes. Yeah. Uh, who replaced Victor again? Yeah, De- D'Angelo Russell. D'Angelo, oh, D'Angelo Russell. Russell. Okay. Yeah. So with that. Who did you just take right now, Rich? I just took Clay Thompson. You took Clay. Let me go on ahead. Let me get the Joker. Let me get Let me get Jokic. I'll take the Joker. All right. I see your Joker, and I raise you a uh, Damian Lillard. Damian Lillard. I wanted him. Dame gone, I will go ahead and take Noah Ladipo. Let me get D'Angelo is just as good though. He is just kidding. But I'm gonna take Bradley Bill. He's not though. Bradley Bill is really good. And D'Angelo Russell's good too. Is that what you just said? Yeah, yeah D'Angelo Russell's good. Oh I know, but I was saying he's not, not as good as Oladipo is what I was saying. Andre. Okay, so I got Bradley Beal. And I will go ahead and scoop up. Rich, your favorite is right there. Come on, man. You might Chris, not Milton? Much <laughs> Chris Milton? Chris Milton? Yeah, right. Oh, wait, thing. man. I missed Chris Milton. You got him? Yeah, I'm going to take Chris Milton. All right, never mind. He's going to do that. Let I'll try go. to give Richard cheap uh, advice, and he said, fuck you. <laughs> wait, you're. Okay, you're. I like the Europeans. Let me get Vooch. Vooch Island. Let me get Vooch. Contra- contract year Vooch over here. Mm hmm. And then I'll take Carl Anthony Towns. Alrighty. And my right. team is stacked. So we, are, we are so tall. <laughs> I grabbed Blake Griffin, right? No. I did? Nope. Alright, yeah, let me get him. Andre. And then after that, man, we're almost last back. ones. Yeah, so uh-huh. I will take uh, Kyle Lowry. Just because I think LaMarcus Aldridge is uh, confident enough to not be worried about getting picked last. Assuming that Dirk and Wade go on their respective teams. Yeah, I already picked Dirk, so it's fine. When did you pick Dirk? Sorry, He's about man. to right now. Oh, wow, wow, He's wow. Like, I'm about to. <laughs> <laughs> got him. Wait, who did you just pick? Oh, Kyle Lowry. Oh, you yeah. got Lamarcus, right? So Marcus is no, on. no. I got no, Kyle Lowry. He, he got Kyle Lowry. I'm about to pick Dirk. No, Marcus Aldridge falls to your team, doesn't he? Yeah, I would then think he has to take uh, D'Angelo Russell. Oh, he's, oh yeah, he's still there. Gotcha. So, are you really grabbing Dirk? Yeah, I'll take Dirk. Man. You can't wait. Even though you know he's not gonna. Fall like LeBron just snatch him up. <laughs> oh, you're right. I forgot about this. So this is so unrealistic. You didn't pick him yet. I'm LeBron. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you should have had him by now. You would have. You would have picked. You would have picked Wade. You would not have picked Dirk, <laughs> Dirk over Wade. Wade. Yeah. Well, <laughs> not. Can't I mean, be. this team isn't very. It's like half LeBron, half me. <laughs> uh, so often like LeBron James. So I have a. Uh, De- I got shooters. So I have D'Angelo Russell too. This is going to be a high scoring game. It's going to be real intense. I hope it's as intense as last year was. I think you don't have enough athleticism. This is a real pickup game. Who would win? Real talk. Uh, if my guys are hitting shots, but his guys are like undefensible, like they just get you would totally lose so this. Like, uh, no, you see these rosters? They can't rebound anything over any of my guys. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm pretty sure. Uh, I think all my guys are seven feet tall. Team like LeBron, I got Jokic and Anthony Davis. Dude, height doesn't even matter with these guys. Like, well, like. Between Giannis and Embiid, how am I stopping them? Just bring and your, Kyrie. Just bring the guys off the bench. You got AD and nobody Rich. can stay in front of Kyrie though. Kyrie, Giannis, 
Unstoppable. Uh, Kawhi in isolation. You got Damian too, right? You got Damian Lillard uh, shooting from range. Fuck. He's got Dane Harden. Oh, yeah. James Harden. Clay Thompson. Yeah, all right. I might have been a little bit. It's hard, man. I might have jumped the gun. My, my team has to. Well, I guess shot. that's why this is the All-Star game. <laughs> yeah. But, so, who do you think the last 10 would be? The 5 and 5 that are going to be there at the end of the game? Last 10? Uh, Definitely Giannis and LeBron. One possession game? Is that what you're asking? Yeah, like last possession, last, you know, let's say the last two minutes, uh, all the yeah, stuff. Yeah, Giannis, LeBron, I say Katie, Paul George. Yeah, PG's nah, man. Kyrie. I don't need none of them. Just give me Paul George. That's all I need. Yep. No OT tonight. Everyone else, get off the court. Kyrie. Paul George, the ball. Five on one, baby. It's either going in or it ain't. Joel and B's going to stay out there, too. Joel. Yeah, Joel. I uh, I don't think I don't think honestly, man, the starters. I think it depends on who has the ball. I think for me, I don't think Kimba Walker. What's the situation? Yeah, I think it's Giannis. He's down by one point. In that case, you don't have him beat out there. Yeah, you do. Giannis, Joel, Kyrie. Yeah, Yeah. Harden. He's too good on offense, man. Just post everybody. Yeah, but look at the other guys you have. (laughs) Yeah, they're all really good too. Like they can kick out to any of them. I'm really having. Oh, and then the last one's gonna be so. is gonna be uh, Kawhi. Oh, what's your team? Sure. I don't know if Kawhi would be out there. I think he would. You think so? Yep. Yeah, you gotta have Kawhi. Somebody defending. He will actually defend. Like, Wait, if it's a serious game, yeah. 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 Well, like I think was he out there last year? I'm talking about possessions. Because he only played like. Wait a minute. No, he didn't. He didn't play a ton. You're right. You're right. Let's assume load management's not a part of this. LeBron wouldn't be out there too. I know this is a quote unquote off season, but the fact that you don't have Clay Thompson out there is kind of crazy, huh? Yeah, because we don't like the Warriors on this also team. We only got we only got uh, Clay Thompson on here so you could separate him from his boys. I just want to say for the Warriors fans out there, I'm totally unbiased. <laughs> I love Clay. I love Steph. Yeah, so my five, uh, Andre. Yeah, I'll go either way. Would be I'm Kawhi, Giannis, Joel. You you really Kyrie don't need I think he throws to Steph every time. Yeah. Whereas you would have Steph, PG. Well, Steph got shut down last game. KD, yeah, he doesn't come up. I might give someone else a chance. So you got LeBron, Paul George, Steph, KD. His last Who's your fifth? Give it to Dirk. Who's your fifth, sir? Anthony Davis, AD? yeah, yeah Anthony Davis. that's nice. But it's his last game, Andre. You gotta give it to Dirk. He, he, no, yeah, I'm and, giving him, it to Dirk. Him and Wayne get a shot for the third quarter. <laughs> no, no, fade away. Oh, this is the actual Andre game. I thought this was like last five and like. No, this is the last five minutes. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Or last, last possession. Yeah, no, Dirk's over there icing his knees. <laughs> Alrighty, so uh, when we come back, we're gonna wrap things up. Uh, Talk about our rest of the season outlook, what we feel like the second half is going to look like, uh, what teams we're going to be watching, and then, of course, uh, our games of the week. Welcome back, ballers. To wrap things up, I'm going to go around the room, let the guys tell you about a couple of the teams that they're going to be following uh, closely here in the near future, Um, just some interesting things that they're looking out for. So we're going to start with Andre. Who are you going to be checking out? Uh, Denver Nuggets. I'm not going to lie, at the beginning of the season, I was kind of down on them. Uh, I, I, I didn't believe in them. I didn't think they were going to make the playoffs. But, uh, you know, they, they've been playing winning ball consistently. Um, they've got a system, and it's, it's not a fluke. Uh, they're playing with, without some of their best players, and they're still doing well. So Yeah, they're 8-2 um, in their last 10, uh, tied with the Warriors, of course. And, like, Jokic, like, probably top four MVP still after all this time. Uh, people were questioning his conditioning, and he's showing that, even if he's a little pudgy, it's the best shape he's ever been in. So right. the, the sky's the limit as far as we can tell. Yeah, nothing beats getting a W. So I think they're going to be a very fun team to watch. And, uh, yeah, I look forward to seeing how strong they finish the season. They're in the one seed right now. So we'll, it'll be interesting to see if they can hold that. Um, what about you guys? So for me, it's a little more nearsighted. I'm looking at mainly at, like, the trade deadline. 
uh, kind of going forward, kind of what's what's you know the implications are. Uh, one thing I said a few about a month ago, maybe more, is like the Wizards, you know, struggling as they may, happy to get a seven seed if they can and get you know guaranteed two home games to make some money during the playoffs. Uh, they were, you know, uh, received a bunch of inquiries about Otto Porter, Bradley Beal, and then hopefully, like, they can move John Wall if they could. Uh, but if they're contending for a playoff spot or trying to, that's definitely not going to happen. They've got about, like, five or six games left before the trade deadline comes up or the uh, All-Star break. And, of course, the trade deadline on Thursday. Uh, they're only a couple games out of the playoffs, so... With uh, with that in play, I don't think it, I don't think Auto Porter is going to be helping any other team. Well, well I'm just going to go ahead and give you a little update right now. It's the third quarter against Atlanta. Four and a half minutes left. They're down ninety-one to seventy-four. So oh, well, then it's going to be interesting. They, well, like I said, I'm watching it because we don't know, we don't know what the hell's going to happen. Uh, another team I'm actually uh, looking out for. We've got a buddy he or sorry, buddy. We've got a D'Angelo Russell, a new All Star on the Nets. Uh, playing super well in his past 30 games. He's got he's shooting 46% from the field. He's shooting uh, 46% from the field over the past 30 games. Uh, 38% from three. Uh, and he's got the Nets, of course, in six-seed playoff contention. And they're getting Karis LeVert back pretty soon. He's already practicing five-on-five. Yeah, five. surprised he's coming back quick. Yeah, that well, that's fast, what they were saying. Fast. When I saw that, and they said that, he, that he'll be on the roster before the All-Star game. Yeah. What they're saying. And yeah. so that's really exciting. One thing that kind of – as, as happy as I am to see somebody developing like D'Angelo Russell in this new in this new environment, this new system here on the Nets in Brooklyn, uh, one thing that's a little – makes me a little iffy is I'm wondering if his shooting is going to come back to earth. Uh, he's only shooting, he's shooting less than two free throws a game, uh, so that kind of means that maybe on your drives you're not getting those foul calls, or you're relying a little bit too much on the mid range or three point shot, and not able to get stuff going when the shots aren't really falling. So, so as of right now, they're at halftime against the Bucks, uh, down nine, <laughs> but uh, Russell. Not shooting too great from the field. He's at 30%, but he shot two free throws already. So, so. he's already beating his average. Yeah, there you uh, go. I like this. We talk about the yeah. future and the right now. Keep those updates coming, Andre. Um, one of the teams I'm going to follow closely, and Richard just talked about the Wizards, So, but the only way I'm going to follow them closely is I did have them uh, in the playoffs uh, before the season started. Uh, very close, like Richard said, only a few games out. Uh, the only way I will follow them this closely moving forward is if they do if this scenario plays out and that is with the newly acquired DeAndre Jordan and the Knicks getting waived and they pick him up do what I was hoping Dwight Howard would do before the season started <laughs> yeah uh, we saw what he could do here in Dallas uh, of course you know defensive presence huge rebounder uh, he's vastly improved his uh, free throw game uh, I think they could definitely uh, benefit from his game and uh, sneak into the eighth seed um, but if that doesn't happen I'm not so I'm not going to follow him too much. I'm uh, with the Wizards. I know John Wall had surgery, so he's out for the rest of the season. Yeah. Uh, Dwight had surgery. Right. He's out for the rest of the season, right? So, yeah, Wizards are they're lacking depth. Yeah, but they're only two um, and a half games out yeah, despite yeah, that. Yeah, so, so, I think yeah, adding that piece. If DeAndre gets bought out, I think that would be good for them. Yeah. And then another um, team that I've, I've followed this team from the beginning. I always talk about them. Love watching them play. Uh, also, another destination for another possible waiver in uh, in uh, Wesley Matthews. We talked about the Rodney Hood acquisition really helping with that offense over in Portland. So Portland continues to be a top four team in the West. Of course, that fluctuates by the day. Um, but definitely think they can finish in the top four with the added uh, offense of Rodney Hood. And then adding another piece 
uh, in Wesley Matthews, taking him back to Portland. Uh, we know he enjoyed playing there. He had a lot of success there. Um, I think that's another offensive piece that can definitely, you know, push them. Uh, over. I mean, I think they'll keep them in the top four um, and can get them past the first round. And then after that, who knows what will happen. But I enjoy watching CJ and I enjoy watching Dame. Uh, and they can only be more effective when you've got more offense around them. So that'll be exciting to see how they close out and if that scenario plays out. They've got Ronnie Hood. That part is done. Um, Wesley Matthews coming back home. Or, I mean, he's from Texas, but... Going back home to his old team, uh, I think that'd be exciting for the crowd. Get some energy in the arena, more so than it already is, and uh, they'll be even more fun to watch. I think uh, Wesley Matthews is a good player to look out for as we near the trade deadline. There's yeah. a buyout market because yeah, I, I that's, a team that, that's a guy with a lot of teams. I'm hoping he gets player. bought out just because it allows teams like Portland to, yeah. to take a jab at him. Um, they don't have probably a whole lot to offer to the Knicks, but the Knicks seem like they might try to use him as a trade piece. I'm hoping they, he gets bought out just because uh, it makes some of those, you know, B-tier teams just a little bit stronger mm-hmm. um, for the playoff push. And that's always fun to watch, you know, have a little bit more weapons. Um, you guys talked about wish for because one of the teams rumored to pick him up. Is the Golden State Warriors. Yeah. Warriors. I know, you guys talked uh, about it in the last podcast. The rich get richer. Um, <laughs> about the rich, yeah, about the rich getting richer and, you know, how it's a drawn-out conclusion that they're going to storm their way to the finals and the but championship. I- which is why I would like him to end up on a team. Well, I agree. Like, I, I'd like him on Portland. If he's in West Portland, Utah be cool. Sixers. Yeah, he would work out there. Too. I like all those. Yeah, and so we're talking about all these guys that are probably buyers or people that are acquiring pieces on the market. Uh, I'm looking at the Clippers as kind of the opposite. I don't really think it will happen because they're in the eighth seed and they're the spunky upstart Clippers, you know, looking to attract some free agents because they have some space now. Please come here, Kawhi Leonard. Please, please, please. But. Uh, if they kind of think about it, uh, they have their pick this year. Uh, it goes to the uh, Celtics unless they make the lottery. And all you got to do to make the lottery is not be in the playoffs. So all they got to do is sink down a couple spots, hang on to the pick this year, and acquire a little bit more depth. They've drafted pretty well over the years, and they could actually get something back for somebody like Patrick Beverly, uh, somebody like you know Gallinari. You know, I know he's hurt right now. Lou but Williams on a contract. Lou or? Williams, yeah, he is, and he's been really contributing. I think they would hang on to him. But what if they move a piece, kind of punt this season, uh, disappoint some fans for sure? But with a bright, you know, hopefully future ahead rebranding, I kind of think that could benefit them if they did slide away and kind of make a move and move Patrick Beverly off somewhere else. Uh, who wouldn't want Patrick Beverly on the team? All right. Um, if I'm not mistaken, if they move those pieces out, they'll have. I'd have to look at the numbers, but they'd have enough for a max, and then yeah, yeah max, they, right? have, they definitely and, have enough for. Um, a max. Last I heard, I mean, unless something I didn't hear, no. but El, the Clippers are a prime destination for. Yeah, they're they're a prime Kawhi, destination right? for free. So, yeah, man, I couldn't. I mean, they played the Clippers Kawhi, the other right? day yeah. in Toronto, and like. Every, every game you go to, they got some agents some in the scouts, yeah. yeah. That's all. I'll just every, say every, scouts. Every Raptors game, there's some uh, there's some Clippers personnel in the stands, yeah. just saying, "Hey, we know you're here. <laughs> we're we're here for you." That's what they're saying. You need uh, to talk. I'm surprised. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, but yeah, you don't like the cold. We don't like the cold either. Come with us oh, to, to, to LA. To LA, exactly. So. Yeah, uh, uh-huh. Kawhi Leonard was a. <laughs> we love your life. Yeah, Kawhi Leonard was looking. Calm down. We know you're fun. Come on, Kawhi. Yeah, Kawhi Leonard was looking real crispy the other day against the Clippers. Not a robot. I'll tell you what. I think his uh, his sweet spot. Every player's got their own. I think his is that right wing uh, three pointer, like kind of looking towards the basket. I think that's really where Kawhi's bread and butter is, and they're looking forward to having that in L.A. if they can, because they're the L.A. Clippers, not the Los Angeles Clippers anymore. Whoa. In case uh, anyone Whoa. didn't know. Okay. <laughs> yep. New shine, man. Dang. 
But yeah. So uh, that does it for our outlook, uh, our near future outlook. What are some games you guys are going to check out? I personally want to watch the Raptors and the Sixers, two of the top teams in the East. Ooh, fun Lots game. Lots of talent. Fun game. Lots of scoring. Um, that's going to be on Tuesday. So uh, tomorrow evening uh, on TNT Tuesday. Uh, players so, only, baby. No, oh, not, not TNT. <laughs> uh, no players only there. Um, and then shortly after that, of course, I'll watch the Trailblazers. The Trailblazers are on late. I'm catching them. Uh, just a lot of fun to watch, in my opinion. Uh, I'll be catching, just go in line with uh, my statement earlier, I'll be watching the Nuggets versus the Nets on Wednesday. Should be a fun game. Uh, get to see how you know Brooklyn does against maybe a finals team coming out the West. It'll be interesting. See them really tested. Uh, what about you, Richard? Yeah, so I was looking at the Kings versus the uh, Rockets. So the Rockets are kind of struggling right now. Uh, James Harden had them on a 10-1 to one run doing his superhuman theatrics or heroics. Not super great since then, 5-4, and four, I think, in the last nine games. But, you know, still a force to contend with. Chris Paul's trying to come back. And uh, I'm in on the Kings, man. De'Aaron uh, Fox, he's like a flash. Mm, Buddy Heald is shooting 53% yeah, from three. Yeah, I have that. Yeah, Buddy Heald plus, uh, plus their latest draft pick, Marvin Bagley. Like, And then they got uh, Harry Giles looking good, throwing passes out of the post. Like, he's smooth, man. He, he knows how to – he's got some skills down there. So I'm really excited to watch some of them. But he healed in the last 20 games. I got that here. Uh, 49% from three. He's 53 on the season. On dude. the season. But, uh, yeah, for sure. And how many attempts? Guess how many attempts he's taken, JB? It's not four. It's eight attempts a game. Oh, so yeah. I thought you were lot. talking about, like, total. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Eight, eight attempts a game, man. That's crazy. So that's that's some volume shooting. And I really, really like that. You did. Yeah. Like clay. Uh, the size of clay like with, the shoot, with the shot like step, according to uh, Vladdy, right? <laughs> Wait, what? What was that? That's what... Uh, He's big like clay, but shoots like stuff. Shoots like stuff. Yeah. Wow, that's high praise. Yeah, that's what, the, mean, that's what they were... living up to it right now. That's what they were pitching when they, they traded for him from, with from Cousins and everything. Yeah. Real quick question. Why isn't Sacramento... A destination. It's in California. Oh, uh, that's what a lot of people. Isn't, isn't the whole thing like the area in the beach and all that shit? Like, I mean, I, I'll visit, but I, mean, I wouldn't live there. But if 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 you're living in California, why does it matter? Well, Is Sacramento not that close to the ocean? It's close, but I, I think I think they're they're attracted to the <laughs> to the culture, like the, the yeah Hollywood stars, stuff, and, you know. You're a millionaire. You want to play. You want to play with the other millionaires. Makes right. sense, but what is it like an hour and a half drive? I don't know. Well, I think Sacramento's like three hours. I'll look that up on my own at a later time. Also, I mean, the, the the franchise doesn't have a really big history of winning over the years, too. So it doesn't have that allure of the Lakers. Ew, early 2000s. Yeah. Well, those picks, those last two draft picks are looking real nice for uh, the yeah, Kings. So. I'm liking it. And just a few years ago, they looked just as dysfunctional as the Knicks. So I, I think uh, what we're learning just from that throwaway comment from AD saying the Bucks, like it really just means you got to win a bunch and people will consider you a destination. Like. Yeah. Last season, they had Giannis. They had almost all the same players, minus Brook Lopez, and no one was mentioning the Bucks in any throwaway uh, destination for anything. It just you got to start yeah, winning. Now they're winning, so it's so, like yeah, yeah, let's do it. I'd go. I'd go to Milwaukee. Yeah, so. minus fifty weather. Shoot, I don't care. I'm if get the, up there. Uh, the Kings have <laughs> the Kings have fifty five wins next season in the West. So. Next Giannis, if so. the Kings have fifty five wins next season in the West, I think we'd have somebody saying, "Oh yeah, I'll go there." Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I guess it's not always geography. Usually it is. But it's not always. <laughs> Um, well, that does it for this week, guys. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter. Our handle is at Shot Show. That is at Shot Show. Let your friends know about us. 
uh, retweet, tweet us uh, if you like us to talk about your team on the next Twitter full segment. Send us some clips uh, you want us to kind of talk about on the show from any games you're watching. Yeah, uh, let us know uh, any interesting stats you might run into. We're always uh, looking for new ideas, open to uh, to any kind of criticism. So uh, that does it for this time. Like I said, uh, my name is JV. It's Andre. Rich. We're the Shot Callers. See you next time. Take it easy. Thank <laughs> you.